Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Scrubbed In Podcast. Today we've got another super special guest. I describe him as the Steven Spielberg of the world of dentistry. He's a good friend of mine, Dr. Oasis Ali, and I'm just going to hand it over to him. Thank you so much for coming on. Tell us a bit more about yourself and we'll take it from there. I mean, I'll start with saying I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> Steven Spielberg of dentistry. I'm flattered, I'm flattered. Um, so my name is Oasis. Um, I am an award-winning filmmaker hmm. uh, and founder of Film Dental, uh, and sometimes I, I like to do dentistry when I get the time. I love that. I love the fact <laughs> where, sometimes dentistry. Where dentistry is just an ad hoc thing you do. But tell us some of the projects you've done with Film Dental, some of the stuff you've done, and kind of give us a tease of where you are now, and then we're going to take it all the way back to where it all started, and then bring it back to present day. Okay. Um, I would say look no further than, than my current work at the moment. Um, I felt quite passionate about what was happening um, with NHS frontline staff, mm. uh, as well as there's people that were like like hiding and, and, and hoarding like tissue paper, mm. um, as well as people that are kind of in our society. Like for example, how often do you hear people say you don't want to be stacking shelves in Tesco when you mm. grow up? You know, yeah. But how important are those people today? Yeah. Um, as well as our bin cleaners, I've got I've actually got a personal relationship. With the people that like like collect my rubbish, yeah. I've got so much love for them. And if it wasn't for people like these like individuals who aren't in the limelight, because a lot of the times it's always about NHS, it's always people like us yeah. working the front line. Um, but those are the real heroes that I look up to. Absolutely, so. you know what? The, the COVID has made them more humane now. So I've got this. Uh, there's the cleaner for our building, right? And I noticed a lot of people left their rubbish in the in the hallways, and they're mm-hmm. not supposed to. So he'd actually come and physically take it. One day he got really upset and sort of knocked on the door and said, can you not do this? And everyone was shouting at him. When you start to think on that's someone's dad, that's someone's uncle, mm-hmm. they've got children. If someone abused your dad like that, just because of the job he does, what does that make you? Yeah. Um, so I think COVID has, has made them humane to us. We saw them as almost quote unquote slaves to us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So come, coming back to the project that I was talking about, yeah. uh, this is like a spoken word that we created. Mm. Uh, and it's almost kind of to say, so it's, it's, it's a letter mm. from your future self. Mm. Uh, and it says don't go back to the person you were mm. so whether you were that person who was shouting at yeah. um, you know the bin collectors or whether you were that person that was holding um, uh, tissue paper mm. you know always reflect on the type of person you are now mm. uh, and improve to kind of create uh, a better tomorrow um, because the way we're, we're going right now with everything that's happening in America mm. um, with police brutality uh, there isn't any positive messages there. it's not, not, nothing mm. for me to look forward to yeah, um, so I, I need to bring positivity no in ways in which I know how yeah. uh, for me film is that yeah which... and I love that I think not only can you spread happiness you're like a visionary like obviously you've done NHS stop video. it man. you're making me blush <laughs> so you've worked on loads of um, videos about dentistry practices you even done the video with the Mar Charity Gala which was epic mm-hmm. um, Oasis is a type of guy he has a vision and he makes you do loads of funny things and cool things. And when you're at the moment, tell me like, bro, I don't understand what you're doing. And when you see the final product, like your jaw drops and you're like, that's it. And you have a certain style of videography and cinematography when I know, even if it isn't film dental, even if it isn't on your channel, when I see it, I'm like, that's an away Sally film. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I love you sticking to your vision. You it's the quirkiness to it. To it. Yeah. There's a real away stamp. Yeah. So that's us now. Mm. Tell us about Oasis. 10, 5 years ago How did it all start? You're a dentist now mm-hmm. You're a filmmaker You've won loads of awards How did it start? Because you didn't start off doing medici- medis- uh, dentistry If I'm correct mm. can, can we start with like Way back first Can we start with Absolutely birth Okay so 
Where were you born? Yeah. So I was born. I was born here in Stratford. So okay. Born in Brent. I was a bit confused. I was worried. You know, <laughs> <laughs> was it born abroad? You know. No, no, no. So, so I've always been. I, I was always been uh, a London and been, been around um, mm. East London. Um, I think the biggest factor for me was like the most most life changing moment was my mum passing away. Mm-hmm. Um, and these these are topics which I've never spoken about publicly, um, specifically because I just felt like you know what, this is something which was private to my family, mm. and. I didn't ever want grief. I ever never wanted sympathy from anyone. Um, I just wanted to be known for uh, my work ethic, and, mm-hmm. you know, and my accolades and my achievements. So, growing up for me, uh, I remember specifically the moment in which a lot of things changed. So, typical Asian boy growing up at six, um, you know, I found myself in the hospital um, with my mum in a coma. I thought she was asleep. I was six years age. Mm. So there's four of us. There's my oldest sister, mm. Aisha. Then there's Anna, who's younger than her. Then there's Afsas and then there's me. So I'm the youngest. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, we had lost our mum uh, to a house fire mm. uh, when I was six, um, as well as my younger sister. And not a lot of people know about this, so everyone mm-hmm. thinks like I'm from a conventional family. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's what that's what happened. Um, and for me, the norm was growing up um, with my grandparents, but that was never the norm. Um, mm. And I'm quite lucky in the sense that I could have been part of. That. I'm not saying uh, uh, it's a bad thing to be part of the social system, but for me, I don't know where I would have ended up. Yeah, if I was yeah. part of the social system. So my grandparents tried really hard to take custody of us. Mm. Um, they were unable to, they were unsuccessful. But then my uncle stepped forward um, and they were able to kind of, they won custody over us through my uncle supporting my grandparents. Mm. And it's weird because you think living with your grandparents, it's mm. going to be fun. Yeah. You know, there's no curfew. Yeah. They give you sweets. It's like grandparents, <laughs> isn't it? Grandparents, exactly. But uh, I'm not going to lie to you, like, it was tough at times. Not, mm. not having someone to go to your parents' evening. Like my grandparents never took. I'm not gonna lie to you straight up. Mm. I'm a dentist, mm. and until the age of like twelve, I'd never been to the dentist for a checkup. Yeah. Because they're they're doing the best they can. Yeah. Yeah. But the one thing for me was, how do I make sure that the, the brothers and sisters that I work like grew up with that were tight knit? Because mm. I used to get bullied at school. Mm, I think yeah. everyone would get bullied anyway. Yeah. But me particularly, I didn't have any fancy brands. Yeah. Um, nor was I like, um, the most. I, I'm talkative now. But mm. I, you know, I wasn't. I was the very introverted individual. Yeah. Um. And I used to, I used to look back and think, why am I not allowed to go to school trips? Mm. You know, I used to ask my sister. Uh, my sister would never say to me, "We can't afford it." Mm. Uh, she would always come up with another excuse. So for me, the defining moment um, was when I think my sisters, like, and my brother stood up for me. Mm. I think someone was picking up in school, and it made me realize, you know what? If I work hard, those mm. are the people I want to work hard for. Yeah. My grandparents yeah. and my brother and sisters. Mm. Um, and my mentality now is everything I do is for them. Yeah. yeah. You know? And everyone's got that. Everyone's got struggles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, the norm was always growing up with grandparents. There's nothing. There's mm. nothing different about that. Like I'm not struggling. You know, I've still got a roof over my head. Yeah. People have it so much more difficult than me. Yeah. You know, one of my friends actually. You know, while I'm thinking about it, he did his A levels and he was kicked out of home. Yeah. He was sleeping on a park bench. Wow. You know. Yeah. That made me think. Wow. How can I ever complain? Yeah. I had a friend that was going through A levels mm. same time as me, but he was sleeping on a park bench. Yeah. everyone has struggles you know but these are the things that define us so it's not why did it happen to me it's it happened for me yeah you know? and yeah. I, I like the way you it's unfortunate and we live in a world where loads of bad and unfortunate things are happening to people and it's how do I use it how do I use it to strengthen me some people use it and you know pity me and you know look after me and not do anything whereas you kind of took it in your stride and it gave you this extra drive and motivation to kind of do things become a success and kind of look after your family um how was the relationship because obviously 
grandparents have a very special type of love and bond and you know you know once your grandparents die you kind of appreciate that a bit more how was it for you when they had to step in and become your parents do you see what i'm trying to say how was that did you feel all of a sudden they're not as fun to be around with or like oh she's sending me to school grandma never used to that before <laughs> you know granddad's smuggling you know a couple of quid into my pocket telling me to buy sweets how was that how was that transition all i remember is grandma really struggled to walk um so getting getting food like you know grocery shopping um there wasn't there wasn't this kind of like set day mm. so a lot of it my sister was doing and, and supporting um and it's almost like if i get into trouble i better not get into trouble because it's not my grandparents that are going to be more disappointed mm. it'll be my sister. sister like but with my grandparents it was a lot of kind of like they wouldn't push me i'll be honest with you mm. they're like i could do whatever i want i could yeah. sleep at three so o'clock they're still like the grandparents. they were definitely still like the grandparents right. um but there were elements where I, i just wish they had kind of told me about certain things in life mm. you know like what school to pick Mm. um you know what kind of support networks are out there for me yeah um and not having that sometimes i feel like you know maybe i was at a disadvantage mm. um but yeah they were definitely still grandparents okay that's <laughs> so they, they didn't change they didn't they didn't switch it up at yeah. any point because you know sometimes they just all of a sudden become the parents and the grandparents aren't cool no more do you know what i mean yeah, no, so uh, yeah it's kind of reassuring to hear that how was secondary school a levels kind of talk us through that process and what i want to kind of touch on is hitting certain milestones hitting certain achievements and not being able to celebrate that with someone like your mother mm-hmm. um it's probably a very sensitive topic but um, kind of tell us a bit more about that wow that's that's quite a difficult question like yeah. it's deep because it's like for me it's like everything yeah. um everything i wanted to kind of achieve i wanted want to be 100% mm. um and my brothers and sisters every time they saw me whether it's my brother getting married um whether it was my brother graduating we just all of us would just start crying yeah and it was just a collective thing we just we just start crying because we knew that the one person we wanted to be there the most was mm. his mom yeah um but my brother and me recognized very early on that we'd have to become the breadwinners mm. um so i remember from the start get go i had to come up with ways creative ways mm. so i was put into the process of like i have to come up with ways to do things which like for example you get pocket money mm. i never got pocket money yeah so i had to create pocket money yeah um so i remember once Like, this is the first time I can remember any type of entrepreneurial spirit came into me. Um, there's something called Angie Stock Shop right next to my school. Mm. They open at like 11, at 8 o'clock in the morning. He was the guy. He was and the so, guy so, who took his off. <laughs> yeah. He was that guy. So, so, so Maryland cookies back then were yeah. like a pound for three. Yeah. You know? Wow, for yeah. us, like how we measure inflation is Fredo. Like yeah. Fredo chocolate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Fredo chocolate was like 5p <laughs> and then it went to 10p yeah. and now it's £6.34. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> so for me, it was like okay what can i do right now which i know there's a demand for so i used to always want cookies and everybody wants cookies at the kids yeah, yeah, yeah. there was no tuck shop in a tuck shop in my school i used to pick them up anyway in the morning because mm. i was that kid who used to come early and play football mm. yeah um and i just found myself buying things and by the way this is my brother helping me at the same time mm. so the whole process my brother used to so what me. is the age gap between you and your brother one year but we look different okay fine. Oh, okay so you're very okay imagine the playstation that bulky one yeah and then the slim line the good looking the new ps5 that enhanced enhanced <laughs> wow i hope your brother listens to this <laughs> <laughs> that's the way he's saying but my brother the reason why I, i kid you not the reason why i never got beaten up was because of my brother because he was like this kind of like tank, tank. Yeah. they knew oh this is this is roger's brother they're yeah. not gonna mess with me fine. so This, this, you know i used to start selling like biscuits i used to think in my head how much can i sell them them for mm. so like there was like 14 per packet mm. uh, so that's like 14 that was like 42 biscuits mm. i sold them for like 5 10p i used to make three pounds for wow. everyone like profit yeah, yeah, yeah. I sold. 
that was like for a couple of months but then i realized i had to grow bigger my brother eventually ended up getting a really good job in mm. a market like it's one of those sunday markets mm. and i met this guy who was selling and by the way for me the biggest thing was how do i, I know this sounds really bad how do i become normal how do i look like everyone else yeah. mm. and back then everyone else was like fascinated by ronaldo online mercury vapor yeah, so you guys know what i'm talking yeah, about I, had right? the, I, so, i didn't have them so you had them. Them. i'm not going to lie i them man. i didn't i couldn't afford them yeah so for me it was like you know that was my dream to get them yeah. did you get the substitutes the golo ones no 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 no, 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 no. I, just, i had to do with the substitutes <laughs> so you, you were <laughs> straight up had plimsolls <laughs> i remember i had plimsolls so I, the wow. ones that you were for pe yeah, yeah, yeah that was my monday to friday wow Yeah so and you know what's crazy I I laugh about it mm. I still I wear flossies now mm. the same ones I used to like not want to wear I'm wearing them now yeah. and let, let, let's let's get to it let's not get twisted when it comes to clothing for me mm. I don't mm. want anyone to think Oasis got great style and what I don't well, want ever is. be remembered mm. I don't have I don't think I have great style mm. people assume I have great style mm. all I do is wear the same thing which mm. fits me well mm. either I'm wearing a shirt mm. or a turtleneck yeah you're known for the turtleneck, <laughs> the turtleneck yeah. <laughs> it's literally teeth and turtlenecks that's yeah. all it is that's all my life and is. you rock the nice classic jackets come oh, into stop time. it man stop it because literally I don't I don't change what I wear because the reason why I want to be like everyone else which is like the most successful people and all they say is don't worry about mm. the clothing that you need to wear every day mm. just focus on the things that are more important. Do you feel mm. less fast with 10 10 years down the line even 15 you're a fully qualified dentist you work in a practice do you still have this thing at the back of your head where you're still trying to normalize yourself where you feel I still need to prove myself I still need to prove my worth I still need to dress in a certain manner talk in a certain manner live in a certain way do you still feel you have that at the oh, back 100%. of your head? 100%. The reason why I've never spoken about like mm. my background and my upbringing is because I suffer from per- perfection paralysis. Mm. I think everyone does. Mm. You know, there's never a, a perfect moment where you know I can go ahead and start like going on podcasts and talking mm. about mm. my successes, mm. uh, talking about my failures. I- I've always felt like I was in a vulnerable position to begin with. Mm. Um, and I feel so insecure at times that I feel like, you know what, if I put myself out there, you know what people are going to look differently towards yeah. me. I just want to be like everyone else. Yeah. I want to work hard, I want to make a living, I want to get married. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've got the same amb- aspirations as everyone. Um but a part of me was like don't let anyone don't let anyone see your vulnerable side. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I'd never talk about this stuff ever. Yeah. But now it just seems okay to do that because I I feel like I've had the successes and the failures yeah. in order for me to reflect upon it and share what, what yeah. you know what I've gone through. I think yeah. Yeah, man. I think it's one of the reasons as to why I reached out to you is obviously you're doing awesome stuff in this sphere but not a lot of people know what you have had to deal with and put up with to kind of get to the point you are now and I feel there's a lot of learning in yeah. that and a lot of inspiration people can derive especially our young listeners who are kind of on the verge do I do medicine do I do dentistry do I become a lawyer you know I've just lost a parent I've lost you know I'm now the sole breadwinner in the house I can't have the luxury of going to university Um, so you are a good example of kind of showing despite unfortunate circumstances you can still find a way to make it work and that's what you've done you've found a way to make it work mm. so let's take it back so transitioning from college to university okay tell us about your journey through that period okay so I had what is called ectopic canines do you guys know what ectopic canines you know what I'll give you toothpaste yeah. right now I've got toothpaste with me right now okay I'll give you toothpaste if you can tell me or describe to me what ectopic canines are Oh, well, bro, bro just, can, I, can I tell you something? Well, I really had messed up teeth, bro. <laughs> I had a tooth in the middle of my palate. No in way. The middle. Yeah. Okay. I had my canines were up here. Okay. So yeah. you had ectopic canines. You had ectopic canines. <laughs> bro, you need to get a toothbrush as well with that toothpaste. <laughs> bro, I'm um, going to give you some toothpaste. Hold uh, so, that then. I'm going to say it. So, 
you saying about teeth, right? That was my biggest, biggest insecurity throughout school. I wouldn't smile. I'd, I'd have my mouth closed, right? Because when when I smile, you could see the mess. The fangs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I that's had the same where, thing, bro. Um, I had the same thing. That's crazy, man. That's crazy. Did you have braces? How long did you have braces for? That's the thing. I had braces for just over a year. Four years. But maybe. bear in mind, I hadn't seen the dentist like in a oh, very okay, long yeah. time. Um, and and when I decided dentistry was for me is I've, by the way I've got my ectopic canines in front of me oh, like wow. literally these you are my them. yeah these, by the way these have been bleached like okay death. fine <laughs> so like you can touch them if you want to but I doubt you'd want yeah. to um, but these are the reason these are the defining moments of I realized okay this is it mm. I want I want to be a dentist yeah so I went to my dentist um, his name's Doctor Patel mm. he okay. doesn't even he doesn't even know that I'm a dentist does he not yeah he, I'll be honest with you I can't even get hold of him yeah. and if I try searching him on the GDC register typing in Doctor Patel I'll probably crash this yeah you so can't, I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna try doing that yeah. but th- this man was so cool yeah. he was almost kind of like a fatherly figure wow. like yeah. he was young he was young at that time mm. he's probably old now mm. um, but he was so charismatic um, and he was so understanding he was the first person who kind of actually listened to me mm. and wanted to kind of get to know me mm. and and through kind of that process of seeing him regularly. I decided, wow, you know, this is this is dentistry, this and this is, is what I want to do. Yeah. Um, so I decided, okay, we're going to do dentistry. So going into college, mm. I knew what I needed to study, mm. and this is one thing that people get burnt up on, like when it comes to dentistry, they don't end up doing biology or chemistry, mm. and they find, ah, oh, I wish I did it because these are these are the minimum requirements they yeah. expect. So anyone but who's these decisions, right? We take at such a young age. Like, how do we expect sixteen-year-olds to know that in so ten years, in fifteen years, I want to be a dentist, and so? I need to have done biology, chemistry. It's such a difficult. I can't believe that the system makes us choose so early on. So that early. Yeah. yeah. It's unfair because yeah. if you don't have a mentor, you don't have parents for sure that pushing you like myself. But the thing is, I see it like a ble- like a blessing. Mm. Me not being pushed by my uh, parents allowed me to like focus on things that I enjoy, yeah. which is why mm. I'm here today. Yeah. yeah. You know. You got so, to find out your own way. Exactly. Exactly. So so dentistry was always in the cards. However. I didn't get in the first time. I didn't mm. even get in the second time. Oh wow! I had to do a degree, and even then there was no guarantee that I get in. Mm. But finally, I got in. So I ended up doing dentistry literally after two gap years, like traveling a lot, mm. working as a science technician, reapplying, nearly going into optometry. By the way, yeah. I literally on the on the day of me choosing my UCAS like confirmation yeah. that I'm going to be doing dentistry. Queen Mary calls me up. It's almost like Ed Woodward of Manchester United, yeah. except it's Queen Mary calling okay. me up, and I'm about to like opt for City and do optometry. By the way, okay, yeah. like so. This is this is me kind of like mm. being raw with you and being honest with you and yeah. saying it could have been so different. And they call me up and say we've got a brand new course called Dental Materials. Mm-hmm. Like, come study with us. And the reason why we want you to study is because if you get three A's and you do a STEM degree, we'll give you a certain amount of money. Mm. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? I really want to do dentistry. And at that moment, I can imagine, imagine I had parents. And yeah. I know, I know. There's someone's listening to this right now, yeah. saying, "You know, my parents are telling me to do something I want, mm. I don't want to do." Mm. You know, they would have said to me, "No way, mm. you're going to do that degree. You're going to become an optometrist." Mm. But I didn't have anyone like that. My brother said, "Do what you want. Yeah. You know, do what do what you think is right." And at that moment, two gap years and still not into dentistry and about to do another degree. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it's yeah. scary to think. Imagine I didn't get it again and again. It has an impact on someone. So, so did you do? F- Dental materials at Queen Mary. I did dental materials at Queen Mary. And oh I'm wow! I didn't know that. So I thought you, you were so kings. You did bachelor's. Oh, okay. So you, 
Yeah, I didn't know that. So you say your journey again. So 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 just so you know, I did Seven Kings. I did um, one to six from Seven Kings. Yeah. Fine. Okay. And it's weird. I've always got a gate or some sort of tree or forest in my in my. Fine. So it was like Park Primary. Fine. Yeah. Then Forest Gate. Yeah. Then Seven Kings. <laughs> okay. Then yeah. Queen Mary. I see. And then Kings College London. Okay. I, wow. I picked. Uh, I, I did yeah. that on purpose, right? Yeah. I did that on purpose. <laughs> so so I I did I did Seven Kings two years Seven Kings and yeah. that was probably the best moment for me because I I met I I spent time with people. Who taught me how to learn, which was great. Yeah. Um, and not even that, they had a lot of, they invested a lot of uh, time in helping me develop as an individual. Mm-hmm. And those are some of my best friends now. And then I went and did um, a degree in dental materials for three right. years. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I did Queen Mary first, because no matter what anyone tells you, mm-hmm. like for me, because I've done Kings and Queen Mary. So you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Queen Mary was such a great place to be social. Like there were such great people to yeah. hang out with. If I'd done a degree in de- Kings and then did dentistry at Queen Mary. It wouldn't have been the same, like. So that kind of brings yeah. on to the second point, which I want to touch on. It's go for it. Human nature, egos, elitism, and we were kind of talking about this before the podcast started. It's people often ask you what you do as a job or a career, and then they decide how much respect do I need to give you. For us, we're in a bubble, being a medic and a dentist. How did you find that transition? As I know, people at Kings that do not respect people that go to Queen Mary. Mm. Vice versa, there are people that are in Imperial that don't respect that people went to Kings. Mm. How did you find that transition of the way you were treated when you were a, you know, a dental material student, all of a sudden moving to Kings, dentistry? How did you find that transition? Did the perception of how people treated you change? Because I know being at Kings, I knew the medics used to hang around in a certain way or in a certain clique, whereas the biomeds will be left to their own means and we wouldn't interlink too much. You had. The luxury of doing both. How was that for you? What changed? So from a personal experience, mm. dental material is so much harder than dentistry at times. Mm. Like maths, I don't do maths and physics. Mm. Like literally, some of my friends carried me. Mm. Like I couldn't have done it without them. Yeah. Um, and like I'm so glad now. Dentistry is literally just thirty two because they're thirty two dentistry. You know. But for me, like it was like this degree is hard. You know, what did I sign up to? Um, and people don't appreciate that. They think dentistry is the best thing you can ever do. Don't get me wrong. Dentistry has certain perks. Yeah. You know, not just the financial aspect, but the the, the doctor um, mm. title that comes with it. Mm. But take nothing away. You know, dental materials is a was a great opportunity um, for me to not just like learn mm. like different elements of dentistry, and um, because we learn about the materials, yeah. we learn about the, the kind of like the math side of things, uh, and just you're, you're like an engineer almost yeah. in dental materials. But the way in which I was treated, hundred percent, I can't disagree with. I was absolutely treated differently. When I was doing dental materials, and you can see it social gatherings. Yeah. I do dental materials. Or let's move on to the next person. Yeah. You know, all of a sudden I'm a dentist. Oh, let's 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 hear your story. Yeah. You know, let's oh, talk for a long. I need a checkup literally yeah. there and then. Like I'm at a wedding. All of a sudden, I have to use my iPhone light yeah. to to say them they've got they've got decay on their lower right six. Yeah. You know, but lower if right. you say dental materials, there wasn't any conversation being had. Yeah. So you know, as a as a community, we've got a long way to understand that. You know what we study and what kind of titles we have mm. doesn't mean anything on what we can learn from each other. Absolutely. You know, there's so much wisdom in people that I've learned who did dental materials with me. You know, if anything, I learned more from people uh, on what kind of person I wanted to become mm. from people about dental materials than than people that do dentistry. Mm. You know, if anything, I hate. I know this sounds really bad, but sometimes I hate dentists. <laughs> you know, because all they think about is the outward. Yeah. You know, whereas. You can't even have a conversation with them because all they're talking about is dentistry, dentistry, dentistry. Yeah. What kind of profession you're going to go into, how much money you're earning, what's your tax bracket yeah. like and stuff. Yeah. But when you meet people from dental materials, it's almost like 
oh, what do you enjoy doing yeah. like you know the conversations what, different. what are you what are you working on at the moment yeah you know yeah. who are you as a person it really hits me to the core mm-hmm. and that's the reason why some of my closest friends are from dental material i know i'm gonna yeah. probably make enemies with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i'm being honest with you here like my yeah. closest friends are still from dental materials yeah and that says a lot yeah. no, no it's the truth because we get that in medicine as well a lot of people are so warped by their career all they ever talk about is their job a different passion of mine is now suddenly videography right that creativity side again i'm inspired by your work and there's a lot of videographers out there there's another friend of mine is hamza mujtaba if you've seen him on instagram as well he's a medic but he's doing amazing videography and he's been on uni lad he's doing channel 5 programs and all sorts and i think that dimension right your passion is not really your job i know we all say it but your passion is what's deep inside of you that keeps you going that you're going to do for free 100%. would you work as a dentist for free you wouldn't no would any doctor be a doctor for free probably not but if i asked you now would you film for free if i said i've got a, a scrubbed in project next week and a waste i really need someone i can't pay you would you do it you probably 100%. would you probably would for me creativity is everything like yeah. I, i want creativity exactly. to be in the heart of everything i do so mm-hmm. i knew you before you knew me so am i correct a little stalker yeah. <laughs> no 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 so and i voted for you as well because you won me over with something can you guess what it is Man, how I would not, I have known I'm, you before I know, I've I knew never you. ran for any student society ever I didn't have the time that's the truth yeah. and and we'll, we'll touch up on that mm-hmm. as well I'm trying you're on a, a massive advert there were like 10 of you uh, all going for oh, it oh what was it I don't oh, know I don't oh, even oh, know myself yeah, that's this, what I know, you this won is, me over as a character God, then tell us about it so this is the HSBC bursary competition yeah. By the way, um, yeah. The, actually, this is okay. So let, let's talk about like the struggles in gaining mm. into dentistry. Yeah, tell us, because this is this is like massive for me actually. Um, I didn't have the fees for 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 to get into like and fund dentistry. So I was going into dentistry blindly without any money, mm. and I didn't realize this. And this is something I got caught up with: is student finance doesn't actually fund your second degree. Yeah, that's a big problem. So though. I did not know this, and I wish I had a mentor or someone, someone who had gone through the process. Because my mm. brother, he went through. um university but he didn't know much about you know mm. uh, um our field of work um so i i didn't know this and i i went into university thinking how am i going to fund it so mm. why did i do the hsbc bursary competition it's not because i wanted to show everyone i'm, I'm amazing and you yeah. know i do videography and I'll, i want to help save the world and it was because i didn't have any money mm. um but i i did have an idea mm. an idea that there's people like me um who are passionate about film uh, yeah. passionate about um you know helping people because i was a product of dentistry like dentistry helped build my self esteem mm. um and i wanted to use film and dentistry uh to help others mm. um and until this day i think i've helped 30 people get into dentistry mm. you know so, so the people that helped support me through the hsbc competition they helped fund my second year mm. um and by the way i've got a list of things that i've done mm. in order to fund each of the years so mm. the first year i had to sell my car Yeah. I, I turned up with my film gear trying to film the HSBC bursary competition and said look I don't have any money mm. uh, and the man at that time Professor Wolford mm. he looked at me and said look I've seen something in this kid that clearly you know he's very passionate he mm. wants he wants to do dentistry um, so he gave me a, a couple of thousand pounds mm. so my first year we managed to fundraise got bits mm. and bobs my brother gave me some money mm. the second year was the HSBC by the way I didn't expect to win that so what what was that what did it entail what What, so what's that about so the project was to say what your dream was so yeah what is your you dream it. yeah mm-hmm. exactly so um, it's like a video that you had to create it had to be under a certain amount of time and you had to basically win over the public mm. so it's a public vote ah, so 10 10 individuals and out of the, the the top 20 entries they pick 10 individuals mm. and they offer them that award and i went to the tower you're number one, met, mate. 
Don't, don't, don't oh, hide wow. it. So you He's talking it. about so top 20 and top yeah. 10. We're looking at number one. Okay. So, so that's not the point. The point is there was 10 talented individuals yeah. um, who equally deserve it. But when I went to the tower yeah. and met this individual, and I still remember him to today, he said to me, Wait, so you're that individual we're always trying to seek. And I said, what do you mean? So we're both based in East London. We're in Canary Wolf, hmm. uh, and you're in one of the most poverty-stricken hmm. parts of, of the world. Of, the world the country which is new yeah. and you know we're always seeking to try and basically build bridges between individuals like yourself mm. um, so you're the epitome of the type of people we're trying to support wow. and that for me meant a lot knowing that there's people like them they, they want to help us yeah, they're looking yeah. to help us but how do they know who we are yeah. and, you know we have to go through this process yeah, so yeah. if anyone by the way if anyone wants to apply to something yeah. and is thinking oh, I'm not good enough don't ever think that don't ever think that because I, I managed to get into the Oxford Leadership Program mm. um, I won um, a, a chance to go to Saudi Arabia oh, wow. through my work I won the Tribeca Film Festival by the way I'm not blowing my own trumpet yeah. I'm just giving you an idea of what you can what achieve can, yeah. even the Prime Minister's Global Fellowship my grandma passed away the same uh, a week in which the deadline was was fast approaching oh, June 6th so a yeah. hundred people go to China Brazil or India to understand globalization it was an initiative that was brought about by a Labour government mm. um, big up Gordon Brown who who, who, <laughs> who came up with the initiative and I travelled like for six weeks during my gap year uh, and understood what it means to be a global citizen you know oh, wow. someone from East London who doesn't it's have world. exactly exactly yeah. but my, my remit is to, to anyone listening any young person is don't ever think you're not capable yeah. you know put yourself out there apply to these things yeah. you'll be you'll be surprised how many people are it. willing and, to and I think if you don't know just reach out and message I think people are so fearful of sending that message yeah. to say Oasis can you just tell me how I can get into this if they fear the word no 100% by the um, way if anyone's listening to this mm. um, DM me like yeah. my, my name is, is Familiar Face Oasis yeah. on Instagram we'll put the I, as well, I have no I have no barrier yeah. Like I will 100% respond to anyone mm. who who is looking for advice or support in any way I can I can yeah. give it. Yeah, I um, think there's a lot of dentists. So funny enough, there's a lot of dentists that have been messaging us, kind of debating as you do medicine with your dentist. And I said, Oasis is <laughs> going to be the first ever dentist of the Scrubbed Podcast. You know, like fortunately it's I'm kind honored. of grown, and I kind of holding the spot, trying to fight off everyone else. <laughs> Um, this guy makes it sound like it's a, like a Marvel film. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, it is, bro. Did you see the trailer? <laughs> no, Did you not see our trailer? I see the trailer. Oh, I'm so, so excited. Cool. Really so, um, but yeah, as in like, I'm glad and we'll put all the handles. If you have any questions about dentistry or filmmaking, which is gonna we're going to talk about now, reach out to him. Like, he can guide you and just, it's just nice to have someone to talk to. Um, and it kind of reminded me of what it just made me realise. Creativity, media, videography, cinematography, it's starting to become more accepted in our community. 100%. If I were to tell my mom even now, I'll be honest, mom, I'm going to leave medicine or then to become a photographer. And bear in mind, it's probably more lucrative and I earn more money. She'll be like, what? It will be so hard for an Asian family household to accept the fact that their son or daughter has gone into creativity. How did you find that? Or what do you think about that? Like, we're starting to be more accepting of careers. Like media filmmaking among the Asian community I think I think for us it's so important to reclaim our narrative you know mm. someone like Riz Ahmed mm. you know yeah. mm. he's an epitome of, of what we're trying to do which is pretty much share our story you know what are what are our struggles you know what is it like to be a British Pakistani living in the UK you know mm. because there, there's a lot of there's a lot of people out there 
they want to be inspired mm. you know they want to they want to see brown people in the limelight and you see it now through BBC yeah. Ghazi Ahmed yeah. uh, Ted all these individuals that are out there right now yeah. they're doing such great work but we need more of that yeah. you know so we've got these guys who are now inspiring the whole new generation whole new generation people. underneath them but i'm so for it I, don't get me wrong mm. i love the fact that over the years i've helped build um, you know clinics in bangladesh mm. maternity mm. clinics by the way yeah. this is a bangladeshi mm. like uh, initiative yeah. like yeah. i'm a pakistani male yeah. mm. like maternal health isn't something i yeah. i ever thought i was going to be part of but you know for me it was like this is a great initiative i want to be part of that mm. but is this what we're really long term no mm. i i, I want to be i want to be fundraising or have a scholarship mm. that can provide someone in the arts and creativity sector mm. people like myself mm. you know who are willing to go through that mm. and um, it kind of nicely brings us on to film dental which in itself is a whole different podcast but we we can talk about it and i want to hand over to you i want to know the vision the idea you know how you took yeah. it to market your struggles your achievements tell us about it and tell us since starting film down to what it has meant for you as a dentist as a dentist uh, before you start there's yeah. something i want to know that before you go into that is what also inspired your creativity and where do you get your creativity from and this is actually advice this is advice from me personally yeah so where I, did it come from to spark film dental good question i i think for me uh, from a young age i i never wanted to get into film i never had the idea of of being into film but i was put into um a difficult situation mm. uh, we were going to new york mm. and it just happened after 9/11 mm. and i hated this teacher I absolutely hated him mm. but he's the one teacher now that i look back on and think i love that guy <laughs> because if it wasn't for him i wouldn't have had this deep learning curve mm. so he gave me a camera and he challenged me and said to me i want you to make a video and that was the first time so this is like 2005 wow. and he gave me this massive bulky camera yeah yeah um and all of a sudden i realized there's three things about me that i love yeah. he said by the way he paid me disclaimer by the way he i wouldn't have done it if he hadn't said that he said i would pay you 50 pounds yeah and by then 50 pounds was a lot of money there's a lot of money 50 pounds yeah. is a lot of money now <laughs> a lot of 50 pounds yeah. so i i basically realized three things from that mm. i love creativity mm. i love connecting people because what is film mm. it's bringing all these faces all these ideas and then using your creativity um to create the final masterpiece mm. but the thought process of going through the whole kind of clips and then and then knowing the feeling that you want to kind of create mm. within the viewer mm. um for me that was exciting and then yeah. knowing that i'm going to share it with everyone yeah. people yeah. going to see it I, i love that idea and then finally obviously like it has its own kind of like entrepreneurial mm. element yeah. so all these three things came together and it's like okay this is where i want to be but i used to watch a lot of like filmmakers like Casey Neistat yeah. so mm. i think everyone you know who knows yeah. filmmakers he's he's massive on on youtube and i was yeah. like i like this guy he's got his own um stamp on things the way yeah. he does it how do i do that for myself so I, as i was experimenting i realized these are the kind of videos i want to make and it started with like um videos like holiday videos mm. uh, charity videos and then it soon became like okay my identity is film and dentistry mm. so why am i not marrying the two and it got to the point where we were making videos so i went from uh, selling cookies uh, to selling trainers yeah. by the way i ended up getting the mercuryman uh, did you oh, you yeah, got the mercuryman yeah. <laughs> i did, I did yeah. like, and then all of a sudden i became the guy to go to yeah. i was the plug for yeah. i wasn't just the plug i was the extension lead oh, <laughs> oh my god so then it went from uh, selling trainers to painting like like uh, rooms for teachers then you went yeah. to the national then, grid <laughs> no, wish, no, no definitely not but then eventually along the line it became films mm. i was making films for individuals people needed films mm. like they didn't have to make it mm-hmm. um and then finally i realized i need to start doing more of this because you know what one thing i realized is always go against the grain mm-hmm. you know mm. every, there's too many there's too many instagram entities these days yeah there's too many 
I've got no, I've got no, uh, nothing against people. Mm. But I always say, why is, why are you competing with everyone else? Mm. Why are you doing, why are you doing makeup? Why are you being a makeup artist? Because there's so many of them. Mm. Why do you want to compete with individuals? So mm. find your niche, whatever they may be. Mm-hmm. You might be a breakdancing accountant, mm. or you might be the best like photographer who actually happens to be a, a medic. You know, mm. but yeah. learn to marry the two. Mm. Find that niche, and then share what you have to offer. Yeah, and yeah. it should be open source. You know, I, I definitely agree. And it reminds me, like you hooked me up with one of your friends, like Tanim. Yeah, who kind of has his like business school and coaching, and he probably said it to you. It's that whole thing of what's that one thing that you can't live or like you need to do. And for you, I feel there are lots of dentists and they are all really good, but how many oasis are there? How many you know film dentals are out there that can share the vision, share how much great work practices and I imagine and this is me speculating it probably won't be dentistry I feel like you're going to go and do amazing stuff and sharing that with the world Um, and that is what I kind of envision you doing what has it meant in terms of dentistry now has dentistry become secondary because me and Amazon this similar journey to you Mm -hmm. in a whole different world Mm -hmm. and sometimes you question well I've just found something I really really love and I used to think I used to Mm -hmm. love medicine for us, it's like doing this. It makes me enjoy being a doctor more. Do you enjoy being a dentist? Are you planning to leave? Do you hate it? I think you picked up on something very important. For me, this is why dentistry is better than any other profession. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> I have to put this out there. Dentistry is better than medicine. And for these reasons. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I, I'll okay. just take a sip of water now. <laughs> Go on. And, and, and the code literally Let's came out of my mouth. So, so there's a couple of reasons why. Now, the first reason why I think it's so important is it changed my life, you know? Um, and when I experienced that, I knew and I realized I can do the same for other people. So I've gone through this journey where I literally changed someone's life mm. and now they literally feel like they're indebted to me forever. Mm. So mm. it is life changing. Uh, and when you meet, when you have those moments of like someone revealing their smile mm. through a, a mirror and they break down to tears, that for you is like, yeah, this is the way I went to dentistry. It's a cliche, but it exists and I've experienced it, Mm. you know, and I've personally experienced it as Mm -hmm. well, not only for my patients, but for myself. The second thing, and I think this is probably the best thing, flexibility, you know, Mm. you, you're, you can work part time. You can take the, you can take the foot off the pedal when you feel like it. I'm a four day dentist, one day filmmaker. Mm. If I wanted to be a three day dentist, two day filmmaker, I could do that. If I want to go into a speciality, orthodontics, i.e. braces, endodontics, there's no other way of saying endo, so it's ended on, yeah. end, uh, you know, <laughs> doing root, root canal fillings, um, perio, cosmetic dentistry, surgery, working in hospital, yeah. being a practice owner, being an entrepreneur, mm. you know, running a business. I mean, the list goes on, honestly. There's so much you can do in dentistry, mm. but the, flex, the flexibility aspect is like no other. But do you not get mm. bored of just the 32? Just looking into someone's just, mouth just, all just day long. really challenging just, me. So, because <laughs> you're a creative, all right. So now I'm gonna put pressure on you. Yeah. For someone that's a creative and that you know wants to do lots of exciting thing, the excitement very quickly wears off when you're dealing with 32 pieces of teeth. Yeah. And I'll be honest. Is that what you think it comes down to, bro? Bro, the golden number is 32. Bro, you have no medics, idea. We're dealing with head to toe, yeah. right? Head to toe. And how how can you? Everything, 32 pieces of teeth of bone and calcium and cartilage. I have a model right now, literally right next to me. I can pull out, which can tell you all the different variations of pieces of treatment that you could do per tooth. You know, not even that you can combine teeth, you can do full face mouth reconstruction. Yeah. Like, there's so much you can do. Like, you know, oh, I'm sure there is. Have you thought, have you and thought about that, how much we you could do, do facial injection, like, you could do facial aesthetics as well. But, but, but you know, but but wait, 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 aesthetics, we can do as well. Though. We, we can. can do aesthetics. Okay, as well. I, I'm sure you can. 
yeah. but it's easier to do for it. us fine. <laughs> for but us then dentists. boredom sometimes is the mother of invention and when you only got 32 pieces of a puzzle there, there yeah. is ever so much you can do yeah you but guys are so so <laughs> low honestly like you're so is this what it's coming down to no. this you, but let's take it back with you know we're, we're having too much fun i do agree and the one thing that i would admit having graduated as a medic and seeing our peers graduate as dentists is this flexibility mm. and the ability to do things in your own pace financially you guys are better off i'll admit it you have a lot more scope to do things you can become a practice owner you can be an entrepreneur and like you said you get to work on your passion and not forsake being a dentist at the same time whereas for medicine i feel that was the answer to your question by the way mm-hmm. like i don't i don't ever feel like i need to compromise with either. exactly so yeah. i can i can decide when i want to pick up the film stuff when I want to let go of the, of the dentist. Yeah. yeah, and it's super flexible. Whereas for us in medicine, if you really, truly want to do something, as I'm sure you know, you need to go all guns blazing, have your heart in it. In medicine, it's a bit tricky because it's you need to be there. You can't... It's very difficult to dedicate time elsewhere. So I do feel for you. You know what? It, it's I, tricky. It's tricky, but it's still possible. That's, that's the difference. So mm. medicine really does strap you down. It's really... It really does strap you down. And you can... You should be spending hours doing research papers and things like that, right? But I still believe it's possible, man. I still believe it's possible. Like doing this podcast and everything, right? Mm. I'll, I'll be honest. I watch you guys and I pretend you've got the same strapped. You're strapped down, mm. right? And you make time. You actually find time. Lots of people question, uh, for example, what when do you sleep? Then when do you do the, mm. the publications? When do you do the research that you have to do for medicine or dentistry? But I think if you were to... So one of the productivity gurus and things that I used to watch is say, first track what you do with your time. Right, track, see how much time you spend traveling. So, I used to always say this. So, I work 10 minutes from home, right? I work 10 wow, minutes the from luxury, home. bro. I work 100 miles from yeah? home. So, he spends coming and going, let's just say an hour a day. That's two hours a day. Two times seven, that's 14 hours. Mm. That's 14, ti- 14 hours more that I've got compared to Abdul, which allows me to do something productive with that. Totally. I can spend it on Netflix, but I can spend it doing what I'd. I've now been inspired by yourself which is videography and create, creating content mm-hmm. um, so I think people shouldn't be disheartened shouldn't, shouldn't be bugged down into their careers look to create time you can create I genuinely you, you think we're not we're not we're yeah. not um, productive with our time who D- dentists you, no no generally you think, <laughs> no 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 generally you think medics and dentists could do more than I think we can I think we're so it's that Parkinson's law Mm-hmm. we talked about on our Instagram page right so if you think about your career progress and you, you give yourself 10 years to achieve whatever milestones you're going to take 10 years but if you just put it into boxes right you can do whatever else you like so people say brother this is not just career orientated I'm talking about family as well people say you can't have a family as a if you want to be a surgeon I've yeah. heard that don't yes, marry you, a medic because yeah. like your wife will be to able be to fair like, yeah. Like, what? yeah it's <laughs> difficult but you can you can do it it's just about whether you're willing to try to do it. Mm. Uh, people accept it. People say, no, it's impossible. I'm going to do just medicine and that's it because that's what my life is. But I think it's so boring. But then it goes to show, yeah, I was on the Instagram and the guy's mm. called Ferrari Dentist. I haven't seen any Ferrari medics or Lamborghini medics. It's oh, yeah. always... I saw the dentist. I saw that. Yeah. Saw that. So why is it always the dentist with the yeah. fancy cars they and they the nice rollies and the stuff? Guys, Where, where's you, my you, dentist medic? So, so this is the thing. Are you, are you salary? Like, how does it work? So we have like a fixed yeah, salary we're fixed, fixed based on fixed, the specialty yeah. we're in. So with dentistry, the harder you work, so you can work seven days a week. Yeah. The harder you work, the more financial benefit you yeah. get from it. Right, so but, but the thing mm-hmm. is, a lot of people choose to have good flexibility. They work Monday to Friday. Yeah, which is work fair. seven days a week and yeah. whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there's some people, they're just so passionate about a specific part of dentistry. 
yeah. where they become the their their aim isn't let me make this much money. Hmm. Their aim is I want to be the best yeah in this yeah. particular field, mm. you know, which comes back to why I'm doing film dentistry. Yeah. Mm. It's because I want to be the go-to guy mm. when it comes to videography mm-hmm. and dentistry. Anyone in dentistry will be like, "Oh, you need a video made?" Mm. You know, oh, go to a waste mm. film dental, you know? But more importantly, I want to talk about stories that haven't been told in dentistry. Yeah. You know, yeah. I could have been so generalized and just I'm going to be a videographer. Yeah. But mm. you know what? There's so many more videographers. What, what videographers? What is your niche? Yeah. The yeah. fact that I, I'm a dentist who makes videos makes me that niche. Yeah, you, know? you are the niche. And I think with you guys is the same, mm. you know? Mm. There there's so much more you could do, but the fact that you're two medics mm. like going through this journey and mm. documenting it through a podcast, mm. it makes you guys mm. so much more mm. willing to connect with others. And mm. people, how many people have you guys connected with? How yeah, much have you learned? Easy, through, yeah. Would you have done that through without yeah. this podcast? Without yeah. this podcast? I think and that's yeah. what it is, the word learn, right? Yeah. I think a lot of us need to have be open to that. 100%. Be able to learn from each other instead of I need to be better than this guy. Oh. Because if you find your niche, right? You don't need to be better than anyone. You're learning from someone else. So you learn from other people's techniques and how they glide the gimbal or something like that. So it's like, wow. This is one thing you've mentioned which dentistry is struggling with. Mm. And I think and I, I think no one's going to fix anytime soon. Mm-hmm. Medics have this kind of mentality which I feel mm. there's an abundance. Mm. You succeed, we succeed together. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's yeah, enough yeah. for everyone. Yeah. With dentistry, no way. How are dentists? Is it like a cutthroat <laughs> Okay, what, what, yeah, so, so the biggest the problem with dentistry, number one, mm. is you're always, it's very restrictive because you're always looking, you're always looking for the post and waiting for that letter. Because statistically speaking, you will get sued once in your oh, lifetime. Wow. So, so, so when it comes to litigation, we're the most like, when it, yeah, we're, we're, always, we're always getting sued, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. So, because you're more private, aren't you? Though? You're more, uh, no, you could choose relative. to be NHS, you can be, but whether it's NHS or private, you'll always have someone who's trying to sue you unfortunately yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah. there's companies that are set up dentists started off as dentists oh wow studied law at the same time and That's now true. they help um, make oh, individuals man. make claims which is crazy the second thing is which i find like something more personal is there, there is a lot of like depression because all you're simply doing is trying to watch what other people are doing and trying to replicate that and trying to outdo each other yeah i've yeah. seen that mindset yeah. you know whereas medics like medtech I think it's been dominated by medics and like let's make this better let's do telemedicine exactly. let's mm. do you know as in everyone's got their niche within medicine and they're all kind of killing it per se whereas when it's dentistry as far as your medtech correct me if I'm wrong it's like another Instagram page another Instagram yeah, page and I get it it's dead tech mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah honestly I agree yeah. literally we follow know? we follow the crowd all of us I'm going to make an Instagram page and some do really well and I Why? get it Yeah. I'm going to show you teeth pictures mm. every single day. After the third picture, how much do you think people are going to engage? Yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, Whereas yeah. with your film dental page. By the way, I apologize if if no. anyone's got no, a dental Instagram page. Like there's wrong. nothing wrong with having of an Instagram course. page. But if your sole purpose is to share it and just show all your dental colleagues, look how great I am, mm. like you know come worship me, mm. you know that's just selfish content. Yeah. yeah. And this is the this is totally against why I don't have a dentistry Instagram page mm. because I just feel like you constantly posting pictures mm. of the work that you're doing. I don't know how you get motivated to wake up in the morning mm. and feel like I need to post another Instagram mm. photo of mm. the teeth that I currently did. Yeah. It's, I don't I don't know. Yeah. Like yeah. are we living in different yeah. worlds? But, like, but then it goes to show like um and this is a conversation I had with Ams a lot of times is we need to kind of also remember like not everyone is like us. Not everyone wants to be mm. entrepreneurs. Not everyone mm. wants to be you know pushing the envelope on the cutting edge. People mm. are comfortable doing what they're doing and like it's good for them to kind of do what they're doing. But when I see your stuff or other people's stuff, 
I forget they're a dentist, I forget they're a medic, and they're doing amazing stuff. And I followed for the sake of seeing that content, seeing mm-hmm. cool and awesome stuff. And your page has that. Like, I just enjoy watching videos. And then, yeah. you know, another medic did the video. I watched the video because it was just good cinematography. I could not yeah. care about the product he was doing a review on. Cause yeah, I'm it's not, about how they created the story. The process, yeah. like the, the music, the sounds, his voice, his tone. I enjoyed that and I follow and I subscribe. Mm-hmm. So I think in the world of dentistry and I'll probably get slated like I think maybe there is room for a bit more innovation and maybe you may be someone that can lead the charge and you know tell I, fellow dentist everyone's gonna think yeah, I'm taking I think. a dig at dentists gonna... <laughs> I, I, I think you're right 100% like there is not there's not many videographers hmm. um, mm-hmm. there's there is quite there's there's one or two that I know um, but there isn't anyone that's doing on, on a scale that medicine hmm. and dent medics are doing it yeah. um, so you're right there's massive scope Mm. Um, I want to do it in a way which is slightly more, um, more fruitful. No, like I, I want to, I want to collaborate with medics. I love, mm. I love the idea of of meeting medics and seeing yeah. what is it about you guys mm. that allows you to go on and create great content, mm. um, and then bring that into dentistry. Mm. Yeah. So my remit has always been, how do we get people together? Mm. Like I don't get me wrong, I love mm-hmm. Instagram, got yeah. nothing against it, but for me it's not about how much engagement, how many likes, mm-hmm. and you know, mm-hmm. who am I following? I couldn't care less. Is how do I connect people? But eventually, the goal is how do we bring them together? Yeah. Because when you bring people together, and I've learned, like the the steepness mm. of learning curve, it's not so steep anymore. Yeah. Because you yeah. learn so much from each other. For uh, sure. And more importantly, fun. Yeah, like, it's fun. Yeah. We used to do retreats with people. Like so, that Oxford Leadership Program I mentioned. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I met a guy who we went on to win several awards. Mm. I wouldn't have met that guy if it wasn't for that program. Yeah. You know. But I want more of that. Yeah. And yeah. I want to bring together medics and dentists. I, I love that yeah. idea. So. I always said to myself, I'm going to do a retreat. Yeah. So we're going to get 20 to 40 dentists. And it's not about CPD, by the way. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I don't want you to think I'm selling you a course. Yeah. Come to this, you're going to be the next big dentist and whatnot. I just want to create a family. Yeah. You know, mm. A family that looks out for you, that isn't cliquey. You tap, double tap my photo, I'm going to double tap yours. Mm-hmm. None of this kind of... Yeah. Like, don't get me wrong, I want it to be authentic. You know, 100%. To yeah. the core. So I want to bring people together. Mm. Will it be with medics? I'd like to think that. Mm. At least bring us to one. That's the only oh, thing. mate! It's only thirty-two <laughs> pieces of teeth. I'm sure. I'm sure I can drop a little left you know, six, uh, left nine, canine up, left right. But you guys have so much more going on in, in medicine yeah. that dentists could benefit from. I'm yeah. lucky that I have the exposure to it because mm. I follow you guys. Mm. Not every dentist has that. Mm. Yeah. But you know when you sit down and like, we're having this conversation right now, mm-hmm. I've learned so much already mm-hmm. that I feel like I could implement more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so moving forward, I'd love to see that retreat happen. Yeah, It'd be good. And I'd love to invite you guys. We would love to come down. Definitely come. You know what it is, always. You know, when you're in your own bubble of just medicine or just dentistry or just even dental materials, there's actually dental materials probably provide a a larger variety, but you're very similar-minded. Yeah. You've got the same skill assets. You've got the same vision. I'm going to become a dermatologist or gastroenterologist or Mm. for you guys the same different uh, equivalent specialties. And you don't think any different. And once you, for me, it was once I sort of started to branch out of Kings, out of the medical bubble, uh, I went to Imperial for that degree. And then I started to meet different people doing different bachelors. Bachelors are way harder. You, you leveled up, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your um, bubble just got bigger. <laughs> no, no, it's like you, you you start meeting people and they're talking about how they've been uh, in, they've watched an operation on Drogba's knee. A yeah. knee operation or they've been with a dentist who's done some videography and done a different project and you're just thinking when you're around a different environment it, it benefits you so much more and so bringing people together right it will benefit the person who attends 100% it will definitely benefit them yeah for me like do it 
make I, sure I, you I, do. I, honestly I, I want to my biggest problem is I don't want to become another group yeah. you know or we have to give a name to these people and whatnot. Mm-hmm. all I want is I want people to recognise not only am I bringing you together but I need this more than you mm-hmm. you yeah. know like we used to sit down and go camping with some of our closest friends mm-hmm. like from the Seven King mm-hmm. so if anyone from Seven mm-hmm. Kings is listening to this guys shout out up. to Seven shout Kings um, <laughs> but we used to sit there and um, people used to open up in ways which I've never seen like my friends cry in front of me oh. but imagine we've got uh, marshmallows on a stick yeah like you can see the the, the stars i think we need that in a, in, a, in a society where everyone's i imagine you know the usual you know your product of your five closest friends if everyone's fast pacing everyone's got a startup everyone's an entrepreneur you're working as a dentist you're killing it and everything i think it's just nice to slow down, slow down. have a retreat 100%. play ahead um which was good for us when we did the electives you know it's just med school five six years of grinding grinding and then all of a sudden you have time off in a foreign country don't get me wrong you know yeah. I it's, went and crashed it into like a mafia then got up into madness yeah. but you need it man and I appreciate it. yeah but the, the reason why you need it is because never we never we're so wired into like social media yeah. and what mm. other people are doing naturally we just have this tendency of someone's living a better life than me yeah. someone's doing this someone's doing I'm not doing that yeah. you know but the moment you realise I've got my own family you know I've got my own friends they Your support me I support them yeah. mm. you realise these guys these, these relationships are real Mm. It's not yeah. online because in dentistry, I kid you not, this exists. You've got people that spent ten years talking or five years, whatever, talking to each other on a social level on Facebook, on Instagram, yeah. on whatever like platform it is, uh, but they never met each other. Yeah, and I found that so alien. Mm. Yeah, know? that I was is. Like, yeah. what? Mm-hmm. You've never actually met this person, mm-hmm. but you guys like talk as if you're best friends, yeah. <laughs> constantly <laughs> arguing on these forums. Yeah, you know. So I think that like social media right now, it is leading to a lot of young dentists getting depressed. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my argument is sometimes put that down um, uh, and actually spend time with people because yeah. that, that keeps me grounded no it's definitely yeah. good. I agree with that I, I think you can absolutely again go dig into a hole and go straight in yeah um, social media is dangerous I think it's, 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 da- it's got benefits it does have its benefits um, in terms of learning and sparking creativity but the pitfalls of it are very dangerous um, so th- yeah depression is on the rise partly because so there's uh, there's a quote that flying around that's flying around is that we consume more negative con- content that we would have in a lifetime within minutes on social media easily what does that do to your mental health yeah, yeah exactly so kind of seeing all of this and kind of seeing i imagine when you're starting out as you did with film down to you probably saw people that are probably ahead of you oh yeah doing cooler projects because they just got to them up quicker than you what struggles did you find from setting up film dentistry? Did you get a lot of support? Did you get a lot of people saying, nah, don't worry about it. Stick to being a dentist. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I've got a quote on my whiteboard. And yeah. So <laughs> guys, if yeah. whoever's listening, we're in the film dental studio where the magic happens and Oasis has this really big, cool whiteboard. It's probably b- the biggest board. It's probably yeah. bigger than I the board in Seven Kings. <laughs> I bought this from Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> it's bigger than school he, he, ones, he, yeah. he lives in a, in a deprived borough. Yeah. He has a whiteboard. <laughs> that the local university doesn't have <laughs> but tell us like um, it's interesting you've got when a massive quote in the middle read, tell us about read, it yeah read that out <laughs> I was on that one so when you feel like giving up yeah and never forget those people that didn't want to support you to begin with mm. so for me I went through this journey of I want to tell a story I love making films I, I'm a dentist as well but at the mm. same time like making videos and I, I want to get involved and these were prominent individuals who I just wanted to support but unfortunately this kind of thobbed me off Mm. Like this mm. young 
naive individual. So how did you feel in those not, moments? So pardon? How did you feel in those moments in time? In those moments, I was a bit upset because these are the people I look up to. I was very selective. I actually okay, did my, wow. I did my due diligence. I knew who these people were, and when I met them, it was almost like a fanboy moment. Yeah. I was like, I look up to your work. You're, you're a great individual. I want to make a video with you, um, and almost it was kind of like, uh, yeah, if you're not serving me and my brand, we don't want to. That's a bit disappointing to hear because yeah. I thought they would just be people out there. But if you kind of hand selected them, you build up an image of them as well, and you expect them to like pat you on the shoulder, like always, better. You know, you're gonna kill it. And then to hear that, it's a bit heartbreaking. To be fair, so heartbreaking. Um, and you know, I actually had a job um, working for someone where I was like, this is my dream job. Yeah, uh, I won't say too much, but that's fine. I thought this was perfect for me. Um, and I realized the difference between the, the manager I had in my foundation training mm. and the one, the job that I had, con- like mm. I just got, um, and I saw the parallels in one person who was supporting me with the film work, mm. and one who was like, "This is stupid." Yeah, like, you yeah. know, like let go of this idea. I think yeah, we and have that. that, that yeah. the, the, by the way, that made me realize, you know what? I don't want to work for that individual. I want to work for this one, Fair. which is why I left, and now I work full time for my foundation trainer. Yeah, and he's these are the type of people you need. So when people talk about mentors. I'm so grateful I didn't have to like go to these people and make them a mentor because my mentor was literally yeah. he was the same person who said don't go to these people which is weird yeah. <laughs> but he was literally the same person that I was looking for and it just took time just for me to realise yeah um, and he's just a great individual so much so that he actually bought me a drone for my birthday recently. oh did he yeah. wow right that's real you. support that's real support in your vision yeah you know what mentors weirdly like I know we go out seeking for them but sometimes it's the guys that are already with us they're already around us. They're but, already supporting us. But we think us. the grass is green on the other side. That's exactly. right. We look for the more, he, more branded, the, the guy who's putting out more content. Exactly. But the guy who's really supporting us is already pushing us In on. your corner. And I think that's true. Mm-hmm. Like, especially in the world of banking and law and even medicine, you feel like your mentor needs to be this hotshot consultant, oh this hotshot lawyer. And he needs to have this many followers. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so yeah, you're yeah. thinking, okay, but when, lo and behold, when you take a step back and like you're, you know the, the the doctor or the dentist a few years above you or a few grades higher than you has been guiding you since you know you graduated they are probably the real mentors that yeah, you real kind mentors. of fail to see and you fail to utilize and i think it's good you kind of realize that you know what this is actually a mentor who's helping mm. me and the fact that he bought you a drone for your birthday is well above and beyond of his support for what you're doing do you know what i mean so like he wants he that. wants me to grow he and not only, not only just grow as a person but grow with the brand yeah like film dental is something which we provide i'm trying to provide um you know free learning mm. for every dentist mm. you know that could conflict if i was a manager and you know I've, I've got this young chap um and he's helping other practices grow too yeah. at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah. you know that's quite a, yeah a difficult that's conversation fair respect to him to, to, to allow you to, to, say, yeah he says do what makes you happy like yeah. push it if it makes you happy do it obviously don't forget the responsibilities you have with us mm. you know fair be a dentist with us as well mm. but, but you know he encourages me to do that mm. and you know, I think for me that that's what I want he's probably reached that stage that we all want which is where you realise success is independent of everyone else yeah and I feel like that's why he probably doesn't care about if you were to make the next next door's dentist the next big thing but then you uh, he are, says don't do it in okay, okay, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, no, 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 like, the next door yeah. he says make it a couple of yeah. miles there's a limit otherwise you'd, there'd be no bread on his table <laughs> but that goes yeah. to kind of show and it's a question we love asking our, our guests is who do you find inspiration who do you drive yeah. inspiration from who is your role model that you look up to and be like yeah do you know what <sighs> that's such a, a tough, tough question yeah it is you know what I think I derive like inspiration from everyone. That mm. teacher that I hated, mm. you know, 
this manager that I've got right now, my granddad, mm. um, my friends, mm. Tanim, mm. you know, um, there's so many names. I wish I could name everyone, yeah. but every single person I feel like has come into my life mm. um, and, and has allowed me to kind of like grow in a certain way. Mm. Yeah. Um, so it's so difficult to say there's one specific person, mm. um, but each and yeah, everyone that comes into your life gives you a piece of them. But who does your mind revert to when, when the going gets tough? I think my brother. Mm. You know, I, I hate. By the way, we're such. He's gonna like, love this. We're such a like. What's your brother's name? He, he's got like four different names. <laughs> so I work with him, Raja. We're we're happy just with the one. Yeah, we, should be, <laughs> we need one. I call him Zazi. That's his nickname. Okay, fine, Zazi. Um, Zazi, this is for you, mate. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, me and Zazi always fight. We're so close together. Mm. Always together. Mm. Um, so you can imagine we used to fight a lot. Mm. Um, but as time has gone on, like. Seeing what he's achieved, he's got mm. two like beautiful. Yeah, uh, uh, I've got a niece and a beautiful, yeah. beautiful boy and girl. Um, and just watching him, even though I hate it but I love it, mm. he just kind of gives me advice and says, Always do this. Are you think like we had a conversation about marriage? Yeah, you know, me and mother never talk about girls, yeah, ever. Yeah. It's just one of those big bold yeah. things that like, when you're Asian, you yeah. just go, it's yeah, awkward. It's like, yeah. it's like watching Big Cat Diary yeah. with your family, oh my God. and then the batteries <laughs> come out and you can't even change the yeah. channel. This happened, right? yeah. <laughs> like two lions going out, and the whole family during Eid watching this happen. Everyone just looking at the orcs. Floor. So it's literally that level of awkwardness. Um, but my brother kind of like is saying to me, uh, Awais, you know what, you've done so well, I want you to do. I want you to become world class mm. you know mm. now is not even enough we want to do even more he was the person like you said to me always I want to do something for mum so when mum passed away mm. we, always we try and kind of do some charity in her name mm-hmm. um, and he's like always we should do something we should do something he's been saying it for such a long time um, and recently we helped fundraise towards something but he always kind of helps me um, in ways in which I never expected him mm. to help mm. which is nice so yeah I'd say my brother oh. shout out to your brother man yeah, like, he's probably good. built you and you're going to be the big brother to a lot of people, bro. Yeah. You're wow. the big brother to a lot of people. No, of I've like never that. thought of it like that. Think of it like that. You're going to be That's a big deep. brother to a lot mm. of people. So if you're watching, yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's it's nice. And we appreciate, you know, you've kind of taken the time out. You're busy. You've got loads of projects coming on. Any advice you'd give to our young viewers? Anything you want to share with us that you feel will benefit people or you want to touch on? Because I know you've had like such an awesome life. So, like, you want me to give advice? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so, I think the first thing I would say is be be present. Um, what do I mean by that? Like, there's a lot of people nowadays, um, every time you hear from them, they're like, oh, we should get together sometime. You know, we should hang out. We should. Mm. How many yeah. times have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. we should get together sometime. Yeah. But it never comes to fruition. Never. Yeah. You know? So, I'm saying be present, but be people of, like, so when you say something, mean it. Yeah. You know, if anyone's Muslim and is listening, mm. like for me, mm. inshallah means something totally different post COVID. Yeah. When I say inshallah, mm. I'm gonna literally write it down mm. in my calendar. I'm gonna make sure I meet that person. Yeah. Like for me, I have to see it through. Mm. Um. So yeah, be people that are, are are willing to, like, stick by whatever project they're doing, whatever, mm. uh, university course they're doing, mm. uh, whatever responsibility they have at home. Mm. Like for example, I you know I've got granddad. Mm. Um. For me, I have to take him to the park. Yeah. I have to pick up his prescription. You know, it's not about my going to see my friends. I'm, I'm I want to go see my friends, mm, mm. but at that moment, if my granddad's asking me to go pick up prescription, for me that's more important. So be present yeah. with whoever you are. Um, try not to multitask when you're talking to friends online, yeah. or like when you're gonna go to an event. Don't flake. Yeah. How many times do we have flakes? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And my second last piece of advice is, uh, don't uh, don't let social media be the standard. Yeah. 
you know I think social media is a sorrow for losers mm-hmm. you know everyone feels like they're living a better life mm-hmm. online than they actually are mm-hmm. um, but it has an impact on us we can't help but compare yeah so sometimes you know what just put it down uh, or if you can't then don't follow people that that share self- selfish content which is I'm going to show you the food I eat um, my face then a bit yeah. of food I eat then my face that doesn't bring no value to you you know but you end up becoming envious thinking I wish I had that for myself yeah you know so those are my two pieces of advice you know um, yeah it's been fun yeah it's always <laughs> nice and lots of people That's kind awesome, of man. once you get into it I think it's always good to have like a good hearty discussion I've definitely learned a lot more about you that I didn't know I'm like inspired by you yeah I mean, so this whole conversation is well, good I talk way too much this is, why I don't, this is why I don't talk on the public no, no, space no, it's it's good. Good. like literally good. I get dry mouth I'm, I've yeah. had like 10 <laughs> sips of water this, is, this is perfect um, we want to thank you always for taking the time out for coming and speaking to us a lot mm-hmm. of gems and a lot of valuable information our listeners can benefit from how do people reach out to you what are your handles we'll tag them in the below how do I check out Film Dental do you have a YouTube channel just so go through it all for us we've got Instagram and YouTube for both Familiar Face Always and Film Dental yep. um, but more importantly like this is not a plug to say no. come like sell a video and whatnot. it's more more importantly is like, how can we grow and connect with each other yeah. So there's someone who has an idea mm. who wants to make a video but never knew how to kind of go about it. Yeah. I want to support that person. If there's someone in dentistry is like, you know what, I, I don't really like my job. I don't really like my manager. Mm. Uh, you know, I want to kind of move on, but I don't know how to. I don't have anyone to support me. You know, uh, get in touch with me. I'll yeah. happily speak to people. Perfect. Um, but more importantly, yeah, connecting people is where uh, moving forward. I just want to connect with anyone and yes, everyone. That is awesome. That's awesome. such a beautiful thing to share. Just, so, just just to end on that the reason why you won I didn't say it the reason why you won my vote on that HSBC scholarship is you voted for me by the way yeah, thank I, you I, I felt that because you you didn't say why you deserved it you said what you want to do and I remember in that video I felt connected to you thank like, you in a way that this guy I can see a lot of values that I'm around in him alone so that's why you said that and that's why you were number one bro you think that's why you were number I'm one I'm just fake it till you make it no. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's tough but you know sometimes people can see through the bullshit but with you <laughs> it's all genuine it's all legit thank you guys and yeah. it, it will see you out so thank you Oasis, and thank you to all our listeners who tune in week in week out you lot have been awesome super loyal and we just want to like we said just bring you amazing guests that we can this all learn from massive shout out to you guys you know doing <laughs> wow. this on your time off and being medics and having your own responsibilities you know it's massive that you can give out content like this Thank so you, yeah. you know what guys show them a lot of love make yeah. sure you hit that subscribe make sure you follow them on, on, on Instagram as well okay, you gotta plug you guys in yeah. as well yeah, it's fine. <laughs> but it's Thank been a pleasure bro. in the meantime look after yourself and we'll see you next week <laughs>